Hello and welcome back everybody. This is our third part of this series, the four spiritual laws that will change your life. Today I'm going to teach you a spiritual law that took me out of poverty and put me into a place of financial abundance. And the same way that God did it with me, he will do it with you. This is called the law of sowing and reaping. I want you to type in the comments, I reap what I sow. And as you're typing that, I'll say good morning to Amber. And I think I saw Logan on here. And let me know in the comments where you're watching from. Good morning, Ace. Good morning, Hawk. We got 75 on now. Keep giving this video a thumbs up and keep sharing it with people. Let's get up over 100. And my goal is to get up to 150 consecutive viewers on a regular basis. So keep liking this. Keep sharing it. And stick to the end of this one. You do not want to miss it. Good morning, Brooke, Edith, John Stafford, Benjamin, Commander, good to see you. Nicholas in Jamaica, praise God. We reap what we sow in life. This is a spiritual law that we have access to. A lot of people in the natural world, they call it karma. But it is a law called sowing and reaping that God had instilled in the world beforehand. You can go with me to Genesis chapter 8 and I want to show you where it started. It started with the foundation of the world, but I want, I want you to see this. Genesis chapter 8. I'm going to show you how you never have to be poor ever again. You can live a life of abundance. Psalm 23 is a prophetic picture of the times that we're living in right now. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack. Hey, Jorge in Minnesota, God bless you. Edith in Georgia. When the Lord Jesus is your shepherd... You do not lack. He leads you beside still waters. He always makes sure that you're in the greenest pastures. Pastures. He prepares a table before you, even in the presence of your enemies. What that means is that while your enemies are grinding their teeth, while they're looking at you with jealousy and bitterness and hatred and envy, you will be feasting in the midst of your enemies. And it says he anoints your head with oil your cup of blessings overflows. When Jesus is your shepherd, you do not lack. You live a constant life of overflow. Type this in the comments. I live in the overflow. The law of sowing and reaping ensures that you live in a constant place of overflow. Genesis chapter 8. This is the Amplified Bible. Good morning, Miss Kelly. Genesis 8, verse 22. This is God speaking to Noah after the flood. 
Remember, when God speaks to people, he puts spiritual laws into place. Once God puts a spiritual law into place, the Bible says he does not change. Once he cuts covenant with somebody and he makes a deal with somebody, he does not go back on that deal. The only thing he will do is increase the deal. For example, the old covenant in the Old Testament and the new covenant. The Bible says we have a new covenant with better promises. God never retracts. God adds to. So Genesis 8.22 says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Seed time and harvest. I want you to write that down in your notes and you can type it in the comments. There is seed time and there is harvest. Remember, there is seed, then there is time, then there is harvest. Many people take their seed and they sow it and then the next day they're like, all right, where's my harvest? But there is seed and there is time and there is harvest. No farmer goes out into his field and plants corn kernels and then comes back a day or two later and expects a harvest. Seeds take time. They take proper soil. They take proper watering. And then eventually, actually, even on top of that, today they take pesticides. They take diligent watch. You got to make sure that the crows don't come in and eat your seed. You got to make sure that bugs don't get in, that small foxes don't get in and spoil the vine. There's many things when it comes to farming. Did you know that you can farm money? You can farm money with your sowing. When you know you've got good soil and you know you've got seed, you know how to water it, you know how to keep it safe. You know how to harvest it. You can farm money on a consistent basis. He told Noah, seed time and harvest will not cease. So as long as we're on the earth, we can plant seeds and we can reap harvest. Say I'm a money farmer. Some people don't like when you talk this way, but that's all right. They can stay broke. I'm going to stay farming money. God is not opposed to you having money. God is opposed to money having you. As long as money doesn't have you, you can be a money farmer. You can farm money. Glory to God. So these are some principles that you must know about the law of sowing and reaping. Go to Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to tell you how people get their harvest and why some people have not yet received their harvest. Galatians chapter 6. Sugar Crush is a monkey farmer. Glory to God. Galatians, the sixth chapter. This is the Amplified. I like how the Amplified puts it. Galatians 6, starting in verse 6. 
Let him or her who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his support. Right there you see that preachers and teachers of the word of God are required to receive support for the ministry. It's a command. It's scripture. It's just as much scripture as John 3.16. Let him who is taught the word share all good things with him who teaches. Verse 7. And do not be deceived. So by doing this, you avoid deception. Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside. So the law of sowing and reaping is a preset that's been set aside. Another translation says God is not mocked. When you share all good things with those that teach God's word, that is how you know you're not deceived and God is not mocked and this is your result. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. That and that only is what he will reap. God is not mocked. Do not be deceived. Share all good things with those that teach God's word. And you will reap whatever you sow. It is a spiritual law. The same way that gravity always works, this always works. You never throw a rock in the air and question whether or not it's going to come down. It comes down every time. This is just as much of a spiritual law as gravity is a natural law. Whatever you sow, you will reap. No ands, no ifs, no buts about it. You reap what you sow. And only what you sow. If you're looking for financial harvest, you have to sow money. You can't sow clothes into somebody and expect a money harvest. It's not how it works. A man sows what he reaps. Or reaps what he sows. And I'll finish reading that in a second. But this is where a lot of people get mixed up. And this is why many people don't receive their harvest right away. In order to sow, you must first be a tither. Remember, it says in Malachi 3 that you are under a financial curse if you do not tithe. The tithe is 10% of your income. And a lot of people will say, well, I'm not under the curse anymore. I'm under grace. That's what the New Testament says. <clears throat> yes, we've been delivered from all the curse of the law. But seed time and harvest and the tithe was implemented before the law. And the Bible says God does not change in Malachi 3.6. So God doesn't change. We have been delivered from the curse of the Mosaic law. But the Bible says when you do not tithe, you are robbing God. Therefore, people are under a curse. That does not change. That will never be annulled by grace. Does it mean if you don't tithe, you won't go to heaven? I, that's not up to me. I don't think so. The Bible says in order to go to heaven, you must believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And anyone that believes on the Lord, he shall be saved. So your salvation is in your believing and faith alone in Jesus Christ. Your works don't get, tithing doesn't get you to heaven. 
But the Bible does say that thieves will not enter into heaven. And if God accounts somebody who doesn't tithe as a robber, if they have revelation on it and they don't tithe, they're not in very good standing with God. I'll just put it that way. But here's what you need to know. You don't become a sower until after you've reached 10%, which is the tithe. Anything part of that 10% does not count as seed sown. That's God's. So a lot of people, they tithe 8%, and then they think that they're sowing and reaping, and then they wonder why they're not receiving their harvest. If you haven't tithed to God your whole life, and then all of a sudden you take a $2,000 check and you sow it into the offering, you don't have good soil to sow. Now, can God redeem all things? Absolutely. Hey, Tay. But I'm just telling you the basics. The Bible says you must first be a tither before you can be a sower. So people can't go their whole life without tithing and, and expect to sow and reap because their finances are under a curse. You're taking a dead seed and putting it into dead ground. You must first break financial curse off of your life by becoming a tither. So after you've given 10%, anything on top of that 10% then becomes seed sown. Now, where does your tithe go? To your local church. If you don't have a local church, wherever you're fed the word of God. The Bible says, bring food into my house. Bring the tithe, the full tithe into my house so that there might be food in my house. So wherever you're being fed is where your tithe goes. You should be being fed in a local church. But I know these days, there's not a lot of good local churches. So if you're not in a good local church, you need to uproot your life and move to Ruston, Louisiana and come join me and Pastor Stan Pody and Pastor Mary Pody and our faith family here at Faith Church in Ruston. But anyway, full circle. Seed time and harvest is only applicable to a tither and an over and above giver. Why have you not received your harvest yet? A few reasons could be, but I guarantee the number one reason why is because you have not been a consistent tither. It's called the money test. If you are a consistent tither, you are guaranteed any dollar after your tithe will multiply. Press down, shaken together, running over, even up to 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. You're guaranteed it's a law. It cannot be changed. God is not mocked. If you are an over and above giver, you will be an over and above liver, not the organ. And listen to this. This will be your reality. This is the law of sowing and reaping. Verse 8, for he who sows into his own flesh will reap the flesh, but he who sows into the spirit will reap eternal life. Verse 9, and let us not lose heart. Tyler said, so start tithing and keep tithing. Absolutely. 
Look at this. It says right after. So don't lose heart, meaning you know it will come to pass. It's as certain as gravity. If something goes up, it comes down. It's only a matter of time. Even an airplane runs out of gas. Anything that goes up will come down. Any seed that is sown will produce as you learn how to be a money farmer. Rab, I don't know who you are, but get out of my comments with that goofy name. Do not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due season or due time, and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. If you do not pull back, you will reap in due time, in due season. Just give it time. Verse 10. So then, as occasion and opportunity opens up to us, let us do good to all people not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage, being mindful to be a blessing, especially to those of the household of faith, those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. You are guaranteed by the law of sowing and reaping that you will reap a massive harvest. I'll read one more thing to you, and then I'm going to pray for you, and then we have to go join Pastor Stan's live stream. He's going live in nine minutes. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And this will rock your world. Listen to what God says when you get a hold of this. So now you've become a tither. You're guaranteed that the windows of heaven are open over your life and the devourer is rebuked for your sake. Now that you're a tither, you've become an over and above giver. You give offerings to the advancement of God's kingdom. This is what will happen now that you're an over and above giver. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians 9, starting in verse 6. Remember, sowing does not start until after the tithe. So this applies to somebody who has already been tithing and now is sowing on top of their tithe. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly, meaning once you hit the 10% mark, if you only give 1% on top of 10%, you're being stingy. Don't limit God with this. Money, the tithe and the offering, is the only area in the Bible that God says, prove me now. Prove me now. Don't prove me next week. Don't prove me next month. Don't prove me next year. He said, prove me now in this. And see if I will not open the windows of heaven on you and pour out a blessing so mighty that you won't have enough room to store it all. Prove God now in this. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously will reap generously. <clears throat> Verse 7. Let each one give as they have determined in their own spirit, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure in, he prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in their giving. Glory to God. Now look at this in verse 8. 
And when you're a joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver with your heart and your giving, God is able to make all grace and every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be, self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Glory to God. As it is written, He who scatters abroad and gives to the poor, his deeds of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence will go on and endure forever. And God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. Thus you will be enriched in all things and in every way so that you can be generous. Once you've become a tither, and you become an over and above giver, and you've tapped into the law of sowing and reaping, which is anything more than 10%, and you give it as a happy giver, a joyous giver, somebody who is prompt to give. This past weekend, Pastor Mark Hankins came in, and David said he prepared his offering with all his might. I prepared to give to a man of God when he came in. And as he was preaching the offering, I gave more than I was going to give originally. And I was happy to do it because he's brought spiritual things to me. And the Bible says, share all good things with those that teach the word. When you prepare with your heart joyfully and you're a tither and a giver, your sowing will produce a massive harvest. Guaranteed. The law of sowing and reaping does not change. It will work for you. Every, every time, all the time, right on time. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Be an over and above giver. Once you know that you're a tither, take another 10% of your income and sow it and watch what happens. My pastors are 30% givers. Therefore, I'm a 30% giver. And it might feel like at first you're barely scraping by. But the Bible says in due time. In due season, you shall reap. It'll take a little bit of time. But once you've been consistent, you'll just create perpetual harvest in your life. That's exactly what has been established in my life since I got this revelation. So I want to pray for you that God does a money miracle in your life right now. I encourage you, David, in 1 Chronicles chapter 29, he challenged people to give a big seed. He said, I've given, I think it was, I, I think, uh, what, $2 billion or $1.5 billion out of his own pers personal treasury. He said, I've given $1.5 billion out of my own personal treasury. And then he challenged his mighty men. What are you going to give? And they each gave $50 million. So I want to challenge people today. Now that you've got a revelation on this, you've got a revelation on tithing and giving, I challenge you, sow a big seed today. Make a decision to plant a massive seed into the kingdom of God. This is a good ministry to do it with. We're preaching the word every day of the week on social media platforms. People are getting saved. They're getting born again. We've got over 500,000 views on our salvation video on YouTube. Hundreds of thousands of people have made a decision to follow Jesus Christ because of what God is doing here on these social media platforms. You can take your seed and you can sow it in 
to what God is doing with us in this ministry here with Revival Way. I encourage you, act on your faith. Believe God. Believe that the Bible is true. Some people can give $500. Some people can give $1,000. The first time I gave $1,000, I was shaking in my boots. But it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. So I encourage you today, rise up big in faith and sow one of the biggest seeds you've ever sown and watch God do a miracle in your finances. In Jesus' name. We're currently feeding 1,500 kids every day or every month in other countries. Soon we will feed 1,500 kids every day. It's only a matter of time. Just give me some time. We started at 30, and now we're up to 1,500. So just give me some time. We'll get up to 1,500 kids a day. And we have 11 other ministries that we partner with on a monthly basis. We've reached over 300 million people on social media platforms, probably 400 million now. So this is good soil for you to sow your seed into. I encourage you, give big today. You can give through the ways on your screen, or if you're listening by podcast, cash app, dollar sign, Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. Or you can give on our website, RevivalWay.com, and become a financial partner or PayPal at Revival Way. There's also a link in your chat right now. And you can give through Super Chat on YouTube. I'll give people a second to give, and then I'm going to pray for you. And then everybody that's watching this live stream, we're going to put a link in the comments for you to go from this live stream to my pastor's live stream, who is an anointed man of God, Pastor Stan Pody, and he will be bringing you the word today. And you'll be blessed. I want to give some shout-outs to people that have given recently. Mercy, thank you for your giving. Benjamin, thank you for your giving. Uh, there were a couple others I saw that gave on the website. People have been becoming financial partners with us. I encourage you, if you're not a financial partner with us, even if it's $50 a month, $100 a month, even if it's $10 a month, start with where you're at. And you won't regret it. Victor, thank you for uh, becoming a financial partner with us. Maggie, Michael, Robert, thank you for your giving. Steve said, do we accept crypto or Dogecoin? We will work on that. We will make that available. I think you can do it through Cash App, but I don't know if we have it set up or not. But that's a good question, Steve. Stick around. Is Pastor live right now? All right. Let me pray for you, and then we're all going to go join Pastor's live stream. The link is in the, is in the comments. Father, in Jesus' name, every person that gives today under the sound of my voice, multiply them and increase them and their seed sown in Jesus' name. Angels, go cause the word to work. Cause the money to come and Satan, take your hands off our money. We are tithers and we are givers. The devourer is rebuked for our sake and money comes to us now in Jesus' name. I love you. Thank you for your giving. It means a lot to us. And you're helping to make a difference in this generation. I bless you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go click the link in the chat to join Pastor Stan's live stream and I will join you there. Adios. Mm -hmm.